nothing changes. Get ready. It's time for the Sheck Check Podcast. Inspiring to normalize the way we talk about the way we think, feel, and behave. With your host, Erez Sheck. Hey there. Thank you for joining me this week. I am Erez Sheck, and you are checking in and checking out the Sheck Check, where we drop some awareness so you can hopefully be inspired to take it inward to give that self-awareness muscle a good, solid workout. If you are new to the Shack Check, thanks for taking the time to check in with us. And if you are returning, I appreciate you bringing your ears and your mind back into this world, you know. And if you haven't already followed the Shack Check, wherever you're listening to us from, hit the follow button. I might be a tiny bit biased, but I think it's a solid life choice, you know, like in this moment, at least. Okay, so just for the record, for, you know, transparency sake, uh, I recorded that like just opening bit right there. Like, I think it like four different times at five now because it just wasn't sounding good. You know, it just kept on feeling like the sound felt off and I didn't think, you know, I necessarily was coming off friendly or maybe it wasn't like, you know, inviting enough or, or it was a little boring. Just so many, uh, critiques of myself and those thoughts kind of just coming in like that the inner critic was just coming out of me so hardcore and then i was just like screw it this is that this is this is what i'm laying down this is me this is how it will be the inner critic is that voice inside of us right the thoughts that basically revolve around criticizing ourselves right it's that voice that is energizing, that self-doubt that is just coming down on us maybe, right? On, on maybe the work that we're doing or that we've done or that we're about to do or the choices that we make or maybe how we interacted with someone or how we are interacting with someone or how we interacted with a group of people or how we're interacting with a group of people. I mean, they're just like a bajazillion things that the inner critic can have an opinion about. And the inner critic will come out and it's like all up and playing in that spotlight. Uh, honestly, sometimes it feels like I am all inner critic, something that I'm continually observing, identifying, being aware of, checking myself on, challenging. And you know, a lot of the exercises that I've done regarding the inner critic, whether it's, you know, something I picked up along the way or through some mindfulness meditation practices when I'm observing my thoughts, observing my feelings. And sometimes, you know, it's asking me to create like a new script for the inner critic. Like, hey, that script that the inner critic is using right now, it's just not working. So let's replace that script with like affirmations of some kind. And if you've listened to my show before, then you will know that I have some pretty hardcore views on affirmations, or at least the way that uh, they end up getting sold and painted in our world. Um, I'm not exactly a fan of them. And in other exercises, you know, it's asking me to give the inner critic a name, right? It almost create a character around this inner critic. The idea being that I am distancing myself from the inner critic, like it's just a separate person. And all of these exercises are helpful in some way, some form, you know, take what works for you and let go of the rest type thing. But specifically the one where you're kind of distancing yourself from the critic when you're kind of creating this other character separate from you. It's become important for me to not create like this separate entity 
this separate character, this separate person, right? Because if I'm viewing this inner critic as this separate entity, as a separate person, as this like malevolent force in my life, then I'm forgetting one important thing. And that is at the end of the day, whatever the inner critic thoughts are and whatever beliefs of self that they stem from, they ultimately live in me. Those thoughts, they live in me. You know, the other week I was saying on Twitter that, yes, I am not my feelings, right? We're always trying to make that distinction that, you know, you are not your feelings, you are not your thoughts. And it's right, I'm not my feelings. Uh, we are not our feelings. But I'm also not separate from them. I'm not separate from my emotions. I'm not separate from my feelings. And the same thing goes with thoughts. I am not my thoughts, but they are not separate from me either. And I think this is really important when we look at the inner critic and when we're doing inner critic work. You know, as an actor, or at least coming from that performance space background, one of the things that we learn pretty early on, and hopefully that we adhere to in some way, is to not play the judgment of the character. Uh, you don't play the characterization of someone. You know, like when 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 you're given a character and he might be seen as the bad guy, the evil character, or maybe you're playing the hero, or maybe you're playing the funny sidekick, or maybe you're playing a love interest. You know, and I remember people coming up to me and be like, oh my God, it must be so much fun to play the evil character or the bad guy, you know? Oh my God, it must be so much fun to play the funny sidekick or, oh my God, you get to play the hero. That is so cool. Yes, in the audience's perspective, in the outside eye, in the arc of the story of the show, the audience sees those characters in that way as the hero, the bad guy, the sidekick, when you're looking at the story as a whole. However, as an actor, it's not always helpful to look at, at the character with that judgment. You know, if, if you think about like in real life, bad guys rarely ever see themselves as being bad. They are making choices that align with their wants, their needs, their values. They are fighting for something. They're fighting for someone. They're fighting for themselves, right? Just like the hero is doing that. Just like the sidekick, just like the love interest, any of those caricatures, they're doing it for a reason without the judgment of, oh, this is like me being bad. They have something that is driving their decisions and they believe in those decisions. They have a backstory, a history, and things that bring them to this moment in the play and to do the things that they do. So it was better for me, for me as the actor, to look at the character from that perspective. If I wanted to give an honest performance, I needed to understand the character. I need to connect with the character and I need to empathize with the character. And if I'm looking at it from this big overview, this big overview of like a judgmental place, it's harder to do that. If I call the character the bad guy, am I really able to connect with them or am I just playing the badness? Am I understanding the character? Am I understanding why they do the things they do, the words they say, and their life that I'm putting and creating on the stage to tell this story? I wouldn't be because... A caricature is not something you connect with. And so my performance, if I do that, if I play the caricature, right? If I play the judgment, if I play the who they are in the arc of the show, then my performance kind of is half-assed and disconnected, which really doesn't do anything for me or my fellow actors or the show, really the story, which then affects the audience. The so-called bad guy is doing things according to their wants, needs, and values. 
The so-called hero is doing things according to their wants, needs, and values. The funny sidekick is the lead of their own life, like in relation to themselves. As an actor, that's what you look at. You look at understanding their wants, needs, and values. Not the titles, the judgments, or the characterizations, the label. You need to understand the character in order to connect genuinely. Empathy, compassion, understanding. So we call the inner critic the inner critic. We don't exactly look at a critic in this like beautifully painted angelic light, right? I'm sorry if there's any critics listening. You know, I'm just saying like in theater, from like the actor's perspective, from director's perspective, the, the critic is pretty much looked at in like this love-hate relationship, but it's really all down to like fear-based, scared of getting a bad review, scared of what like the critic is going to say. So if we're taking that kind of inward, we create this inner fear, something to be fearful of, almost like an inner villain that we need to avoid uh, or silence or fight with. Is that helpful, creating or identifying this as this inner villain? Someone pretty awesome on social media said that the inner critic is not your enemy. And I felt that, like I felt it really hard because I think there's like so many instances when we are like convinced that we have to be pitted against ourselves in order to grow, heal, or improve. If I pit myself against myself, pit myself against my thoughts, pit myself against this inner critic, then I am not connecting with anything except struggle. When we are creating those barriers within us, when we are like pitting ourselves against ourselves, even if we're not aware of it, because most of the time we're not aware of it, we're not helping ourselves. We're harming ourselves. And I think that's an important thing for us to look at. If I look at the inner critic, like I would a character I was playing, then I need to connect with them. I need to find understanding and context. Maybe I need to find empathy, compassion, care, because ultimately that's what I'm choosing to give myself because I may not be the inner critic, but my inner critic is not separate from me either. So I guess the check, check, self check this week would be identifying and understanding what that inner critic sounds like for you. What are the things that the inner critic is saying? Look at when the inner critic is loudest with you. Uh, maybe what those thoughts are, what they are surrounding. And then I think ask yourself, how can I meet it? How can I meet myself with a little more kindness and a little more compassion? Thoughts and feelings, they're information. So how can you be more informed with those thoughts? How can you understand those thoughts a little bit more? It's not necessarily about, you know, renaming the inner critic or anything. It's very specific what their purpose is. Uh, maybe just choose to understand a little bit more because that's meeting yourself and connecting with yourself. You know, when you're choosing to understand uh, what that inner critic is saying and maybe when the, they say those things the most and maybe where you think they came from, connect, understand empathize. And just to be clear, like you don't have to go and like hug the inner critic, but also keep in mind that if you're hugging your inner critic, you're also hugging yourself. So I'm, I'm just saying, you know, there's that. It's all about self-understanding and supporting yourself because it doesn't have to be a war. 
the last thing we need when we are struggling is to create more of a struggle with ourselves from ourselves. Something for you to work out with yourself this week, should you choose to. Also, don't forget, again, to follow us wherever you're listening to us from. And also check in with us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. All those handles can be found in the episode description today. And remember, keep checking yourself so that you can keep taking care of yourself because it is like the most selfless thing to do today. Because when you're taking care of you, you are also taking care of others. Until next time, check, check out. Thank you so much for listening to the Check Check Podcast. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or whatever you listen to for your favorite podcast. All linked up on our website, www.thescheckcheck.com. If you are picking up what we are laying down and want to help spread the word and live by example, leave a review and share with friends. Until next time, check yourself before you wreck yourself.